Bamford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I hope you're well. I'm joined this morning by Paul Meyerhug. Hello, thanks from, for having me, Jason. From beautiful Canada. Yeah, yeah. Peaceful Canada. Peaceful, yeah, we're a good nation. It is we? a good nation. Yeah, and yeah. so you've been playing in Manchester this weekend? Yeah, I was at the Comedy Store this weekend. Uh, it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All shows. The Stone Roses, I think, took a lot of tickets out of town. Oh, yes. They? they were. Yeah, yeah they, they've been... But, but that shouldn't be a crossover of crowds, I don't think, that much, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, it was a little bit slow, so we blamed it on the roses. Oh, fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> you either want to go and watch some comedy at uh, at the comedy store, or you want to stand in a cold field while potentially someone <laughs> pours a pint of weed down your back. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I'm not an outdoor uh, festival kind of guy. No, me neither. I, never, I never really got it. I never really understood the uh, the appeal, you know. I just yeah, I I, I went to see um, last week on, on the way back from the show. I went, I, was, I popped into Manchester Piccadilly, uh, the the train station. There was a lot of people in Wellington boots going to a festival called Park Life, which is um, which is up in Manchester, up in North Manchester. I've never seen so many people who look like they needed a shower on the way to a, co- <laughs> a festival before. <laughs> I was like, guys, what's going on? It's crazy. Started off clean, at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're up and about this morning. Uh, if you are uh, up and about as well and you want to join in, uh, let us know why you're up, as we do uh, every week. We have a little bit of a moan of the, at this hour in the morning. Uh, Paul, we sort of... Uh, we, in the week, everyone's got to be up at some point. That's the rules. But there's, there's no real reason uh, that you should be up this early on a Sunday. But throughout the uh, the next half an hour, we'll find a lot of people who are have been dragged out of their pits. So eight twelve fifteen on the text if you're up and about this morning. Sunday mornings eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. It's Jason Manford. Uh, it is nine minutes past eight. I've never done a time check before. I just don't know why I did that. I've never done that before <laughs> in my life. I was just looking at the clock. I, I thought I'm just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard, I've heard other DJs say I'm going to say it. Uh, I'm joined this morning by Paul Meyerhog, and uh, you were at the Comedy Store this weekend, had a lovely old time. Yeah. Have you been to, uh, you've been to, in the UK for long? Yeah, I've uh, been uh, based here for about five years. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Enjoying yeah. it? I love it here. The, the, especially the comedy scene is uh, is so strong in the in the UK. Yeah, that's the, that I've, you get that from a lot of... Uh, uh, acts from from across the yeah, world. Yeah, it really feels like I came like uh, from Russia when I yeah. when I first saw it. I was just like, oh, this is unbelievable. You yeah, know, there's the, like two or three gigs in every town. Like, yeah, yeah. In Canada, we have 28 comedy clubs across the whole country. Wow, and, uh, and that's a big country. That's a huge country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I, so I you just, can't double up. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do Toronto and then I'll go and close in Nova Scotia. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it just uh, I, I, and, and it makes it hard to leave because it's uh, it's just it's phenomenal. This yeah, is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, great stuff. Well, that's good. I'm glad we've got you. Uh, if you want to have a little look at Paul on online, uh, it's, there's some brilliant stuff on on YouTube. But of course, as always. There's nothing like live. Yeah, you can. So we'll have a look on the website and see where, where he's performing near you soon. Uh, so I've asked uh, what you're up and uh, doing this morning on 8, 12, 15 on the text. Uh, some people are very, very blunt and to the point with what they're doing. Uh, rowing Dudley. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, he says rowing. It could also be rowing. He could, he could be up having an argument. I, I don't I know what he's, what he's I doing. Li- I, th- I like to picture he's actually doing it, just that that's the only time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rowing. I've got the time to do this. It's really quick. Uh, someone says they're up, ready for a 250-mile round trip to see Coldplay at Wembley. 
Oh, my. I mean, that's, they're, they're very popular. Yeah. They're very popular, that band. Uh, we play them on this station. Uh, so that's as much as I'm going to say about them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's from Gary and Kirsty in Somerset. Have a great t time at uh, Coldplay. Uh, on the way to Portsmouth, uh, this is uh, this is Neil. Uh, he says on the way to Portsmouth to train in the sea for Channel Swim, twelve degrees, no wetsuit. Holy, that's crazy. He's also spelt sea wrong, which is I think would be the first thing I would learn. No wetsuit. You should Don't team wait. up with that rower guy and just keep a little dry. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, just have a little rest every so often. <laughs> Are you you an outdoorsy kind of guy? Do you do rowing and swimming in the sea? And well, yeah, swimming in the sea. No, I, I mean, uh, Canada. I'm a, a mountain sport type of fella. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowboarding, hiking, uh, but yeah, tons and tons of snowboarding. Oh, cool. So you do like the snowboarding gigs and, and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Do the, yeah, snowboarding comedy tour which is uh yeah it's two months of uh uh theater gigs in uh, in yeah. north america and and uh and snowboarding basically every day and it's also Brilliant. sponsored by the uh, helicopter snowboarding outfit so it's about uh, a week of uh of heli oh, cool. heli boarding as well so <laughs> yeah and that's it's just phenomenal i've done snowboarding once yeah and uh you know, you. I think you learn early on if it's for you or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the learning curve is so steep. You just like it's three days of pure hell. Yes, I mean bruised, battered, and then. But once you find it, once you find those edges, you, you yeah, you, yeah, you're good. You're like good. marriage. Yeah, like it, <laughs> yeah, you get there. <laughs> You get there eventually. You just got to get through the bad bits. Just the three days of bruised <laughs> and bruised. <battered. laughs> oh, what a what a wedding! And uh, yeah, no, I I did because um, they do like uh, the skiing ones over here. Like mm. I say, over here in in, in Europe, and uh, I think Andrew Maxwell does them, and, and various other comics uh, do these skiing trips. And uh, I think I mentioned it on the show before, but I did. Um, I did it once, and they were like, "Oh, you come out and do this festival," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, cool." And they went, it, "It's not great money." But we, what, you will get free ski passes and equipment and stuff like that. I was like, oh, great, great. We're there for five nights, five gigs, five nights. And you can ski all day, and uh, it's all free and included. And I was like, cool, that sounds great. I went skiing on the first day, tried skiing, then tried snowboarding. So I thought, well, skiing's not for me. That, I don't know why, but maybe, maybe I'm a snowboarder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is. <laughs> and, uh, uh, decided that, no, that's, that's not for me either. And uh, then spent four days um, just making snowmen. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's all I had. That's all I could do. Like I did a full family. A full family of snowmen in a week. <laughs> Everyone's coming back from, from skiing. Good day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, you see this? Look at this. <laughs> I did the dog today. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ah, the old fade out. No, they don't do that anymore, do they? No, you're rocking it. Yeah, yeah. bit of Robert Palmer there. But what fade... time is it, Jason? <laughs> it is, uh, <laughs> you've got, you've got, you've, you've got ways of looking at your own time. You don't need, you don't need the radio to tell you the time. In fact, a lot of radios tell you the time. It's on the front, so yeah, yeah right. You know, especially the DABs. But I like to, <laughs> occasionally like to mention it. <laughs> I'm joined this morning by uh, Paul Myhog, and uh, we are uh, we're moaning. That's what we're doing for the first half an hour of the show. Having a bit of a moan, uh, Kelly in Plymouth. Uh, weirdly, I, I've become now the only one who properly moans about being up at this hour of the morning. A lot of texts are just like, hey, I'm up doing this, really sprightly, uh, annoying people. But uh, <laughs> Kelly, in, <laughs> Kelly in Plymouth says, uh, Jason, I'm up early to watch some banger racing. What? Very excited. What is that? Is that a sausage race? No, it's not. It's not sausages. Oh. That would be, that would be, would it be brilliant? It know. depends. <laughs> I'm not sure. If they moved on their own, it would be... I mean, that'd be pretty exciting. Yeah. No, I, I think she means, like, 
like cars that are banged oh. and, and, and ruined. Like an old banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. she's gone with that. Right. Oh, oh, but Kelly, if it's sausages, please get in touch. Because <laughs> I think we'd all be interested in that. I, um, I went to a, a summer fair the other week and, uh, in, uh, in London and um, I took my daughter and we were sort of wandering around this fair. And it was, it, I say fair. It, it wasn't. I mean, there's no rides. Uh, but there was stuff on. It was a fate. That's probably the best word to use. It was a summer fate. And uh, one of the things there was um, a table with a guy who just had loads of snails and he'd written his own sign saying, snail racing, two pound. <laughs> <laughs> and what was interesting was some people had really put effort in. They were selling cakes that they'd cooked, you know, they baked, uh, like food that they made. Uh, some people had embroidered uh, really delicate, uh, beautiful uh, pieces of fabric. And then there was just a guy who'd found maybe six or seven snails in his garden, <laughs> plastic table. And, uh, and, and, and I, I'll be honest with you, I got sucked in. I got sucked in. And, and you, he puts like a bit of, um, nail polish on each, on the, on the back of each shell. Oh, yeah. Different colour nail polish so you know which one's yours. <laughs> and, uh, it cost two pounds. And then if you, if there was six of them and, uh, you won like five pounds if your snail won the race. Yeah, brilliant. We were there for maybe two hours at the fete, and uh, I said, mate, I can't just stay here and watch this. I'm going to have to go and look at some other stuff. <laughs> but I kept walking around, doing a full circle of this thing, coming back. How's he getting on? <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest race I've ever been to. In the end, I couldn't even bother waiting. I don't know what happened to that five pound. Unbelievable. It was, yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. Was, that's, it, a, that's a bad business plan on that guy. Like, you know, yeah. five pounds for every two hours is not a not a huge return on your snail investment. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I, I've got a feeling he might have been reselling a few of those snails twice. Like, I don't, I, I don't think he was like, hey, you can't have that snail. It's, uh, that's already, it's already that's Jason Manford's snail. Yeah, it belongs to somebody else. <laughs> snail racing. It could not have been more British. Uh, Claire says, morning, I'm up because my five-year-old is at a sleepover, so wasn't here to turn the telly on for my two-year-old. <laughs> so Claire had to get up herself to turn the telly on. <laughs> Mother of the year there, Claire. I like that. It is good, though, when you get... Because I've got, up, like, children who are nearly seven and then little ones. They do start to look after... I mean, not to a point, like, legally speaking, like, they, they can't, you can't leave them with them. But, you know, they do sort of look after them a bit. It's kind of helpful. Oh, it must be a huge moment in a parent's life where that starts to happen, where you're like, oh, yeah, my, yeah I get that little extra sleep in. Yeah. The, 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 the moment I'm very excited about that, I've heard about that my children are li still a bit too young for, is the moment they're allowed to use the kettle. <laughs> and they can make you a cup of tea. I mean, I've seen it. I've, I've heard the myth. But apparently children can, at some point, start making you a brew in the morning. Oh, that's delightful. I know. I mean, oh. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason to have kids right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a nice cup of tea made by a child. I don't know what the age is. I'm sure there's, there must be a, an age, but I'm, I'm guessing it's got to get into double figures. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure someone will tell us on the text. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with like, boiling hot liquids, you got to be, yeah, definitely 10, at least 10. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. I'd have Let, let's make that a rule. Okay. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> You've not got uh, you've not got children. You got children, or yeah. Well, I, I don't have. I, I have a step a step, uh, kid, yeah. a, a step kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and how old's um, he or she? Uh, she is seven. Right. Her name's Joy. Um, and it's been delightful. It's good. I, I just can't believe how much you like. Uh, I just, I didn't realize how much you lie to your kids. You just lie. <laughs> 
yeah. all the time. All the time. Oh, you just lie. You spend your whole life. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, uh, we, we were making salmon the other day, and she she would take a bite and then blow on the fork afterwards. She'd go <laughs> after biting. After biting it, yeah. <laughs> and I and I asked, I said, Joy, what? And and my missus grabbed my arm. She said, Don't don't ask her that question. She'd come downstairs. And and she said, uh, <laughs> she said, Listen, she she hates the taste of salmon when she was little. So I told her that salmon is uh, dragon meat and. Uh, <laughs> If she ate enough of it, eventually she'd be able to breathe fire. <laughs> I like that she got you to one side. Listen, don't ruin this for me. Oh, yeah. Just do not spoil this, okay? Yeah, yeah. You're new around here, okay? Yeah. I set a lot of things in motion before you showed up. So don't spoil it now. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 on the text if you're up and about this morning. It'd be nice to hear from you. Uh, some more music after these few messages. I've never said that before either. There's a lot of new things happening today. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford, joined by Paul Meyerhog. Hello. Hello there. Um, from Canada, he's not putting that voice on. It's his actual <laughs> voice. It's nice to hear a different voice of a morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I like the Canadian accent. It's great. Yeah. It's got. It's, it's like slightly uh, friendlier than a lot of the... Uh, other North American accents. Yeah, and you got the, the the British people. They really really treat us well. As soon as they find out we, you're from Canada, you yes, know? of course. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah of course, because you're you're having to put up with them. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> they're attached to you. Yeah, we're yeah we're dirty USA touchers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I quite liked Adam Hill's uh, take on the Trump uh, building the Mexico Wall. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. So the, the, this is a little while back. Um, so you know, Donald Trump has said he's going to build a wall mm. along a thirty-foot high wall all the way along uh, the Mexico border um, and get Mexico to pay for it. This is the guy. This is the Republican candidate. Amazing. Uh, and uh, Adam Hills on his show, The Last Leg, um, as uh, is trying to get uh, Canada. Uh, to build a wall yeah. <laughs> along the border as well. We'll pay for it. No <laughs> yeah. problem. I think the world would. <laughs> In fact, let's bring the whole place around. Let's just, like, on the coast as well. <laughs> let's sort it out. I love how the Americans are saying too, like, if he gets in, we'll just move to Canada. That, like, you hear that so much. Yeah. Like, like we're the 51st state. Like, you can just waltz in and they, you know, I'm like, yeah. it's not the way it works. Like, no. we have our own immigration policy and everything. We're a real country. I, to be, you have, I think you'd have to let the, put those people in. I think so too. Just yeah. out of amnesty. And, 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 and if they didn't vote for Trump, you're welcome. Yeah, you know, exactly. come, come on in. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a month amnesty, right? Okay. As long as you're saying that's the reason, come on in. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. we got, we got, Lots of space and dragon meat and uh, you know. You just, <laughs> come on. Uh, let's see who else is up and about this morning. Uh, I this is this person just says I was woken up at five a.m. by the sound of running water. My hubby wide awake decided to have a bath. Hmm. I I don't know anyone who still has a bath. Do you have a bath? Are you a bath guy? I'm not a bath guy. Who has baths? No. Who's got time for that? Who's got the water for that? Yeah. Who's got the money? In a shower. Yeah. In and out. Uh, in and out. I mean, my kids will still. Have, my, my kids will still have a bath occasionally, but I'm, even then, I'm, I'm, I'm gradually, I'm moving them into shower territory. Yeah. Uh, although one of my daughters, my uh, my five year old, she's like, she will never have a shower. I don't think she'll always have baths for a whole life. Even at five, she's still like, she likes to have a bath by herself. Which obviously, when you've got, <laughs> I've got five children, that is not possible in our house. Like, get in a bath together. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. Hurry it up. She's, yeah. I yeah. think she wants, like, she wants the lights down, candles, a bit of music, <laughs> a big glass of wine. <laughs> She's going to be the one bringing you tea. That sounds like your, your tea candidate she is the for mature, sure. I must yeah. say, she is the mature one. <laughs> Somebody up here said uh, that um, they got their kid making tea from the age of five. Which five making tea. It's weak. 
uh, as a Liverpool title, it says. Oh, weak as a Liverpool title, sorry. Uh, but top marks for effort, that's on pitch and stuff. Five She's teams. whinging about the goodness. Yeah, rubbish. <laughs> this is rubbish, just throwing him back in the face. Awful. They'll never learn. <laughs> Um, who else is up and about this morning? The Stevenson family, they're up there from Gateshead. Uh, they just want to say hello. And uh, Kelly says, jogging to the gym for body pump class. Tone it down, Kelly. I mean, Jeez. I, mean, I agree, Paul. <laughs> That's not right, is it? Jogging no. to the gym. No. Th- those machines are there. What are you paying for? <laughs> Crazy. Just bring a piece of chalk and mark the gym wall and run home. Yeah. Why pay a membership? Jesus, Kelly. <laughs> that makes no sense. Even when I very rarely go to the gym, I still will drive around uh, for the, sp- the the parking spot closest to the door <laughs> and then go in and spend 20 minutes on a treadmill. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. This morning, we are, well, obviously it's Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all the dads. Uh, out there, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the way. Does it's the show going. get to Canada? Uh, happy, Happy Father's Day! Dad. Yeah, throw it out there. Sure. I mean, this is a podcast. You never know. You never know. Is he a <laughs> podcast kind of guy? I don't think he would. I, I wonder if he would even know what that word was. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know them separately, <laughs> but together. <laughs> crazy fishing? Are you doing? <laughs> uh, so if you uh, if you're um, uh, a dad and you want to say hello then eight twelve fifteen on the text or if you want me to give your dad a call and wish him a happy father's day on your behalf i can do that this morning it's almost like uh, a present that you forgot to buy so <laughs> um, why don't you uh, give us a call uh, o double three oh one two three twelve fifteen and uh, and i'll give your dad a bell and just say happy Father's Day and whatever else you need me to pass on to him. Um, ideally, he's a bit of a legend. That's what I'm after. So, uh, eight twelve fifteen on the text or give me a call. O double three zero one two three twelve fifteen. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Happy Father's Day to all the uh, all the dads out there. I'm uh, hopefully they're all still in bed having a nice lie in. That's, that sounds fatherly. That's the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sport mine, obviously, by coming in here, but uh, I, I I mean, that this would be a light. If I got up at 10 to 9 on a Sunday, even without this show, that would be an absolute dream to me. I'd be bragging about it for a week, at least. <laughs> <laughs> My kids love the morning so much, um, they often get up before it, hmm. like, and just sit and wait for it, wait for it to happen. <laughs> Look, it doesn't matter how much stuff I put in front of their door, either. <laughs> they just get up and get out. They're amazing. I try and make it like a little obstacle course, so at least there's a delay in them getting up. But they they just do. They're amazing. They're very resilient children, aren't they? They really are, yeah. They really do. And you always try to push it to like, oh, let's just lay and watch a movie or something. Yeah. Like, that's my game. And I'll be like, yeah, let's just put on Netflix and pick something and just, and, and then they can watch and then you can sleep and you get a bonus a uh, couple hours. Yeah, that's know? pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I do like... Um, my my daughter watches Peppa Pig, which you, sounds like your stepdaughter's a bit bit old for Peppa Pig. But my daughter, my youngest daughter, my youngest two daughters, they still love Peppa Pig, yeah. and uh, it's it's, it start, it, it's weird because they'll watch it on the on the phone in in bed next to us, and uh, it starts to enter your dream. Like, <laughs> you'll be like you'll be half asleep, and then you'll be like, oh, is that don't Mummy Pig's kind of hot. Like it's kind of weird. You're like, oh no, wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I must say, out of all the dads on the telly, uh, Daddy Pig from Peppa Pig is what is is one of my favourite dads. Yeah. Um, 
he's sort of he's got the ego of a of a dad. He thinks he's brilliant at everything, but also he's got he's got a couple of good lines, which you don't expect from a kids' cartoon because they're obviously aimed at children. But one of my favourite jokes, and I will tell, I will say, I'm putting this up there with any joke on the telly. Right, that this is how funny it, this joke made me. It really made me laugh for the, for the context. Right, one of the funniest jokes on all telly was from Peppa Pig, and I'm putting up there with Only Fools and Horses and Faulty Towers and all the, yeah. big, all the big ones. It's a big statement. It's a big statement. I think you're going to agree, Paul. Okay. There was an episode a little while back uh, where uh, Peppa made friends with uh, a wolf in school, like Willy Wolf or something, and uh, after school they came back to play at Peppa's house, and after an hour or so of playing, uh, the wolf's dad came to pick him up, so Daddy Wolf... He's in the house, and he stood there at the bottom of the stairs, and they're waiting for the kids to come down. And there's a moment where Daddy Pig and Daddy Wolf are talking, and Daddy Wolf says, this is a nice house. And Daddy Pig says, thank you very much. And Daddy Wolf says, what's it, what's it made out of? <laughs> <laughs> and Daddy Pig goes, bricks, don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great joke. It's a great gag, isn't it? It's wonderful, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, uh, if you're up and about this morning and you want us to uh, talk to your dad, should we do one now? Should we do one now, Joe? Yeah, cool, let's do one now. Uh, Liberty, is that, that's who we've got. Is, is the phone line up? Liberty, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really well, thanks for asking. Uh, so, Lovely. you want us to give your, your dad a little call and wish him a, uh, a happy Father's Day? Yeah, I mean, he'll have no idea who you are. No, I'm into that. No, I spent most of my life. I've got a clue. No, no, um, that's, that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so maybe yeah. we should ring him while we're speaking to you. That might make sense. Right. So I we've mean, got you. If I was present, it might make it a, li- a little bit less scary for him, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, let's do that now then. What's he called? I don't know what he's called. Michael. Michael. Is he up? Hello? Michael! Hello? Hello, Michael. Happy Father's Day. Uh, my name's Jason Manford, and I'm calling from Absolute Radio. And uh, your daughter, Liberty, uh, is a huge fan of mine. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> she uh, told me to call you and wish you a happy Father's Day this morning. That's very kind of her. Yeah. She, I mean, She's it an absolute like could... star. Oh, well, she sounds delightful, to be honest. She told me to mention, um, potatoes. She, she's, she says you're a big fan of the potato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dad. Not anymore. Not anymore? Hello, darling. What's, what's happened with the potato? Why can't you, why are you not a fan of the potato anymore, Michael? <laughs> I just decided. Just decided. Yeah. Liberty, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, Liberty, it, it's a disappointing anecdote. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm leaving it on you, Liberty. Why don't you wish him a happy Father's Day, Liberty? <laughs> Dad, happy birthday, happy, oh no, it's not your birthday yet. Not his birthday, happy no. Happy Father's no. Day. Thank you very much, darling. I was just, I was telling them about, um, how much, how many potatoes you grew once by accident in your garden. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not How many potatoes yeah, you did you grow, Michael? The, the nation is, is waiting with bated breath. How many potatoes? <laughs> I don't know. Just a little bit in the garden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
And um, you grew all those tomatoes, but you didn't like tomatoes. Well, you did. But, well, yeah, thank goodness, because otherwise you would have eaten all the bloody tomatoes. That's right. Oh, this feels like I've just I've just sat in on a call. I love it, Liberty. <laughs> Michael, Liberty. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Happy Father's Day, Michael. Have you got any plans today? Not yet. Not yet. Liberty will sort it out. She's basically forgot to buy you a present, so got me to <laughs> wish happy Father's Day instead. <laughs> That's what's happened there. God bless you, Michael. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> I love it. That was so, amazing. That was uh you know, that was the first one. <laughs> That's what I will say. I mean, a lot of people would probably pre-record it, make sure it was all right in advance, but hey, I just went for it. And I think we all learnt a valuable lesson about how to do radio. <laughs> so, <laughs> eight twelve fifteen is the text. Give us a call, uh, 033-123-1215, if you want me to wish your dad a happy Father's Day. If there is an anecdote that you want him to tell, (laughs) maybe prep him, (laughs) so he knows what the hell anyone's on about. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. It's 9.07, Paul. Uh, Paul Myog joins me this morning. the weather is a balmy plus 15 (laughs) degrees in the big city. Paul Myog joins (laughs) me this morning. And uh, happy Father's Day to uh, all those dads out there, especially Michael from Somerset. The Mr. Potato. Mr. Potato Dad. (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, I'm still learning when it comes to the radio, Paul. That uh, it's all about preparation. (laughs) You can't just go for it and hope for the best. But then again, sometimes it could work, I think. Earlier on, if you're only just joining us uh, before nine o'clock, um, I rang somebody's dad. Uh, I was promised an anecdote, and uh, it didn't it didn't materialise about potatoes. I loved it though; it, was very, it made me really laugh. That was yeah. We had so many. I was like, oh, tell us that. about these uh, potatoes. He's like, yeah, grew some in the garden. How, how many potatoes? <laughs> yeah, you know, a considerable amount. <laughs> there was no details. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Proper radio, that. Uh, so, uh, should we try it again? Uh, yeah. but let's hope it works this time. Uh, Justine is in Stockport. Good morning, Justine. Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Okay, so, um, your dad, is that who we're going to call? It is, yeah. Right, okay. Let's let's do that then. What's your dad called? He's called Andy. Andy, okay, fine. And is Andy aware of uh, who I am, just quickly? Okay, good. Okay, fine. That's that. That takes me a little less awkward. <laughs> Let's try it. Oh, he's in the garden. Is, is he around? What's happening? I mean, again, this is the sort of thing where I'd probably cut out if you were a real radio host. <laughs> All the. We can leave him a voicemail. I think that's totally fine. Yeah. Are you allowed to leave voicemails on radios on the radio anymore? Has that has that been spoiled? <laughs> What's going on? Mm. What is he? Is he? Is he in bed? I can't even leave a voicemail. Only, is he the sort of person that doesn't have a voicemail? About he opted out. On oh, you rang him to say, "Look, I'm going to get the radio to ring you," and he still didn't. He's still not bothered. <laughs> and he's he not even is. going to voicemail, Justine. He opted out on the contract. He's like, "I don't need voicemail." <laughs> Pound a month. <laughs> I'll be telling him now. What is Jason Manford going to call? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, this I mean, I'll be honest with you, this has backfired, Justine. <laughs> Considerably. You know what? I, I what? thought it was going to come back as the best daughter ever. Well, not well, only now. are you the worst daughter, you're, you're the, the worst listener as well. <laughs> 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 right, let's... Are we, oh, we're trying again, we're trying again. Yeah. 
do, do, do. Well, I mean, I'm guessing if he's not answered the first time, he's not. He's not answering. Oh. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he was there, but he's gone. Oh, well. Well, Justine, that was a real um, anticlimax for everybody who joined us at nine o'clock. It was. Wasn't it? And it's on you. Definitely. It's on you, Justine. I'm taking no responsibility. <laughs> That's on you. I'm having none of that. Daughter points have gone now. Daughter points and Stockport points. We're, we're from the same place. <laughs> I'm going to track you down, Justine. And I'm going to find Andy oh. and ask him why he didn't answer his phone. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, right, you have a good thank day. Thank you for trying. It was trying. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> God bless you, Justin. See you soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Well, it's not going well, to be honest, Paul. <laughs> I mean, we've done, t- we've done two calls to dads. One of them was a fella who didn't know what I was on about. The other one didn't answer. <laughs> We're nailing it. The thing is, like, when I ring my dad... No matter what day it is, whenever I ring my dad, he will always, uh, get, there'll be a point in the conversation quite early on where he just, there's a, there's an awkward silence between us <laughs> and then he'll go, shall I get your mum? <laughs> and he'll always do that every single time. Like, shall I get your mum? I go, yeah, all right. Like, I don't think we've ever had a conversation longer than a minute. Yeah. Well, let's what. take matters into our own hands, mate. Yeah. Let's give him a shout, huh? Yeah, let's, okay, let's, ring, I'll ring my dad. Right, we'll play a song, and I'll ring my dad, right? And, uh, in fact, let's, we'll do a competition. We'll do a competition, uh, with a, with a free mug. We'll, we'll send out a mug. Oh. We've got Absolute Radio mugs. I keep, th- I think we have. Um, <laughs> I just say it. Uh, so, if you want a mug, we'll do this, right? How many seconds from the moment my dad answers the phone, yeah. <laughs> right, to him saying, shall I get your mum? <laughs> Okay, that's the competition this morning. So, 8, 12, 15 on the text, okay, that's what we want. Uh, How many seconds between, and it is seconds, (laughs) it's always seconds, (laughs) but it might be longer than a minute, but still seconds, okay? So, 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning, okay? How many seconds between him answering the phone and him saying, shall I get your mum? Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Well, we're going to ring my dad. Uh, to wish him happy Father's Day, uh, we've managed to turn it into a into a game. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, which is um, how long do you think it will take? My and, I, and I'm not even joking. It's a hundred percent of the time for the last however long I've been ringing my dad. Like, so I'm confident that this will happen. But how many seconds between my dad answering and him saying, "Shall I get your mum?" That's what we're after this morning. What do you think? What do you think, Paul? I'm gonna go for. Because it's Father's Day, he's going to want to have a bit of a natter. I'm going to say 49 seconds. 49 seconds. Wow. Yeah, because it's some pleasantries, right? Yeah, yeah, that would... That would be a lot. That would be a long conversation for me, <laughs> for me and my dad. Um, okay, I think he's. I think he's like. I think he's babysitting this morning as well. I think he's looking after my uh, brother's kids. So uh, let's have a look. We've got online uh, 115 seconds. Someone says 823 seconds. Oh, Judy, wow, <laughs> you don't know my dad at all. <laughs> yeah, Judy, come on. Graham uh, says eight seconds. Wow, that's, that'd be really hard. Hey, happy Father's Day. Should I get your mom? That'd be really. <laughs> That's a rodeo guest. Eight seconds. Okay, let's give him a quick bell. Hello. Morning. How are you? You all right? Happy Father's Day. Thank you. (laughs) All right. What you up to? Uh, Just listening to talk sport. Listening to talk sport. Fair enough. Uh, What's uh, any plans today? What, what we gonna do? Any Father's uh, Day things? Uh, go for a pint later on, I think. 
Ja, hvad er det nu? Cool. Ja. Du er jo ikke varm. Nå, jeg ringer dig. Ja, okay. Alright, se dig ved dig. Se dig ved dig. Bye bye. Jeg tror, det er det der. Det er helt amazing. Jeg tror, det er det. Right, så det er det. Vi har lots of people still guessing. Uh, but the winner is, oh, Tom and Emily in Bristol, who guessed it correctly, 23 seconds. <laughs> 23 seconds. That counts as a proper conversation as well uh, between uh, me and my dad. I love that pause. That pause was beautiful. Yeah, there is always the slight... <laughs> should, I get your, uh, should I get your mom? <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. So, so Tom and Emily in Bristol uh, guessed 23 seconds. Bang on the money. Bang on. Unreal, Tom. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Uh, guessed the right, uh, the right length of time it would take for my dad to answer the phone before he said his classic phrase, shall I get your mum? <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. It's, a, it's almost a catchphrase, I would say. Uh, so, um, so we should ring your dad, Paul. Yeah, let's give him a ring. Let's, let's give your dad a call. What, what is that? Would he do the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Usually, um, usually I'll end up talking to mum. Their dads just aren't phone guys, are they? You yeah, know? that's yeah. what it is. You know? And so, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll end up talking to mum. It's a better rhythm, you know? More, but, like, quicker or, or, or late, later uh, than mine? I don't know. I figure... I figure a little bit longer. Yeah. I, say, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my t- it's two in the morning there, so he'll he'll, t- he'll oh. be a little groggy, maybe. It'll take him. Oh out. right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> okay, well let's see. We'll, we'll punt it out again. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text. We'll throw another mug in. I presume. I've never seen one, but I think that I think it's fine. <laughs> the producers going, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. How long will it take between the uh, Paul's dad answering the phone in Canada and him saying, "Shall I get your mum?" That's what we're after this morning. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford, and I'm joined this morning by Paul Myhug. Hey, and uh, we've, we've already rang my dad this morning, it's Father's Day, and uh, we're playing a game. We're playing a little game this morning. I mean, it might not work out, because he might not say it, but uh, we, uh, my dad always says the phrase, shall I get your mum at some point? 23 seconds is quite the record to beat this morning. Shall we try your dad, Paul? Yeah, let's give him a ring. All right. <laughs> Hey, Dad. Hey, Paul. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm on the radio with uh, Jason Manford here in in England. I just wanted to call and say uh, happy Happy Father's Day. I know it's in the middle of the night, but uh, ha- yeah, here we go. Oh, it's great to to hear from you. Oh, gee, you should talk to your mother here. Talk to your mum as da- well. Da- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seconds. Wow. <laughs> Isn't it like two a.m. there? <laughs> Is your wife asleep? Well, yeah, but I'll wake her up. I mean, uh, I have to talk to her son. I mean, that's fantastic. But it's Father's Day, Dad. I'm supposed to talk to you. Oh, all right. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I'll be getting on a plane uh, after the show here to come see you, so I I can't wait. And I love you lots. Happy Father's Day. Okay. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Mr. Byhog. Bye. <laughs> wow, 18 seconds. 
He beat my dad. I'm impressed. I didn't think he would beat your dad. That is impressive. I like, there's two things I like about that phone call. Firstly, that you said, I'm on the radio with Jason Manford, and he didn't bother, he didn't say who, or like, he's not, (laughs) not a clue, but still went with it. Respect. I like that. Also, the fact he said the phrase, gee whiz, which I've never heard a real person say. Yeah, that's such a classic Canadian uh, uh, swear word, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gee whiz. Like, yeah, yeah. Or, or potatoes, you know. <laughs> potatoes. I don't want to hear about potatoes again. No. I, feel like I've been, I feel like I've been burnt by potatoes. In fact, if I see them on my plate this afternoon, I'll be like, I'm not eating them. <laughs> Take them back. spoiled by Michael this morning. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, let's see who else is up and about this morning. Uh, if you are a part, you want to let, get in touch. Eight twelve fifteen is my text. Uh, we've got Owen on the uh, on the line this morning. Good morning, Owen. Good morning. Morning, my friend. How old are you, pal? Six. Six years old. Good lad. Good lad. And uh, it's Father's Day. Where's your dad right now? Uh, he's in bed. He's in bed. He's in the bath. Oh, he's in the bath. In bed. In yes. the ba- which one? <laughs> in the is, bath. Is he- He's in the bath, right, but he's not asleep? No. No, okay, so he's just in the bath, fair enough. And uh, and why why is your dad so brilliant? Tell me why your dad's great. Uh, because he loves to, to make me laugh. He loves to make you laugh. Is he funny, your dad? Yeah. Is he? What, what sort of things does he do that makes you laugh? Tickles me. <laughs> I love a, I love a tickle. Do you ever get to that point, Owen, where you think like you'll never be stopped being tickled though? Like it can get a bit much, can't it? No, because <laughs> he always tickles me, and then when I want him to stop, he just stops. Oh, fair enough. Well, this is good, this sounds like you've got a system. Fair play, Owen. Uh, what do you want to say to your dad this morning? Is he listening? Is he listening? Yeah. Good stuff. What's his name? Owen. No, I know your no- name. Sorry, mate. What's your dad's yeah. name, pal? Nick. Nick, of course. He's just called Dad to you, isn't he? Of course. Uh, so I'll say Happy Father's Day to Nick. Uh, let's give him a little call. Hello? Morning, Nick. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hello, pal. Hiya, mate. Are you in bed or are you in the bath? I'm in the bath. <laughs> well, this this is weird. <laughs> but I don't mind. I'm happy to chat to a man in the bath. Because it's 2016 I don't care. That's the sort of life I, like, like, I'm, I, I work in showbiz. Do a lot of thinking in the bath. <laughs> you do a lot of thinking in the bath? What sort of things are you thinking about this morning, Nick? In bath. I'm in a bath. Just having a bath, getting clean, fair play. I, I mentioned it before, I still can't believe people are having baths in 2016. Have you thought about a shower? Yeah, I've got a shower, but I thought I'd have a bath this morning. Bit of relaxation, you know? Yeah, you got some candles out. A bit Whitney Houston. No, yeah, not quite that, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've got someone very special. Well, exactly. I've got someone very special on the on the uh, on the phone who wants to talk to you. Okay. Go on, Owen. Happy Father's Day, Daddy. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he love says you. that you've. Did I talk over and I, I love you? Then that's pretty bad, isn't it? Sorry, yeah, right. sorry, mate. Totally, sp- totally sport that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, he says you're very funny. Right. He says you're very funny. Uh, um, okay. He says you're good at tickling, and yeah. uh, but you know, but you know when to stop. But you know, it's, it's always a good rule when it comes to tickling because it, it, it can. For me, when I get tickled, it, it, uh, after a while, I'm like, stop now. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you a funny dad? Are you one of them dads who are you always doing gags and that with 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 the lad? I try and make him laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a good laugh. sport. 
And yeah. what would you usually be doing on a on a Sunday other than having a bath? Um, don't know really. Just uh, chilling out, watching a pottering bit of TV, maybe. Yeah, pottering around. And yeah, you, are you are you much. hanging out together today, you and Owen? Of course. Good stuff. Good stuff. You got you got stuff planned? Yeah, we're going for a meal later. Yeah, spend Lovely. a bit of time this morning. Just, uh, Fantastic. Having a bath. Go for a meal later. Yeah. You'll be nice and clean. Yeah. I like that when you get out and you like put your hair into a side part in and that because it's still wet. Like I love all if that. If you had any, <laughs> you had any? oh <laughs> mate, maybe ask Santa. <laughs> Lovely, Nick. Thanks for joining us this morning. Enjoy the rest yeah, of your bath. All right, pal. Thanks, See Owen. Bye. 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 Oh, lovely. That was, that was that was that was sweet. I like that. Uh, if you're up and about this morning, eight twelve fifteen. Happy Father's Day to all them dads out there. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. Love a bit of Beach Boys. Oh, nice. Love a bit of that. Have you seen that film? Uh, I think it's called Love and Mercy. The the the, the film about the Beach Boys. Or oh, the Brian Wilson. Oh, it's oh. brilliant. Oh, yeah. I saw it on an airplane on the way back from somewhere. Cry my eyes out. So good. Cry my eyes out. I tell you what else I cried at recently, actually. Um, I've cried at two films in the last fortnight, Paul. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm on the change. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? I'm in a tropical flush. Um, uh, one of them was Creed, the, the, like the latest Rocky film. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I thought you meant like the documentary about the band. I thought, oh, no. Manford. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was on the, I was on the train. I was on the train, like... Having a week. Having a little sob. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad. Tickets, please. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was... But it was a great film. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a great film. And uh, and the other one, which everyone else seems to be like, oh, I can't believe you've not seen it, especially having kids, uh, is is Up. Have you seen Up? Oh, my goodness. I Mate. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I... opening 15 seconds... Oh my god! If you're not, if you well, don't, two tear minutes up, or something. You're yeah. a rock. You're a rock. This, I, I would actually do. I would, it's like a psychopath test. Yeah. I would put that in front of people that you think possibly a psychopath. I go play it, and depending on which way how they react, like if they cry, I go okay, you're human. If they don't cry, then they need they need some sort of uh, psychiatric help. Yeah. We should, we, if they laugh, it. then they need lock. Like they lock. Up. <laughs> 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 so they need locking up. We should do a race with our dads. We'll play up. <laughs> <laughs> Who cries first? <laughs> oh man, what what films have you cried at? Oh, um, the I uh, my the first one I cried at. Now remember this for because it was my first date, um, mm. and uh, and my uh, mum dropped me and Michelle Valcani off at the movie theater to watch oh. My Girl. Oh right! And uh, my mum said it's the cutest thing ever because uh, she came to pick us up, and both of us were bawling our oh. eyes out <laughs> after the movie when Macaulay Culkin passes yes, away. Of my girl, yeah, yeah. So I'll remember that one for sure. And that that, that that's such a manly first date thing to do is cry with your, <laughs> with your girlfriend. Yes, yeah. But I quite like like that's that's the sort of thing. Weirdly, as a boy, you would think, oh my god, she's going to think uh, that I'm not a real man. Yeah. But actually, would. Like women would like that, they would be like, "Well, yeah. what a yeah. sensitive side." Yeah, it's nice. Oh, he likes forever. Yeah. He's really upset about those <laughs> horrendous bee stings <laughs> that happened in that film. Yeah, Marley and, and Me as well. Have you seen Marley and Me? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The dog. Oh my yeah, that one. god. You know, a weird one that gets me every time is mm. a League of Their Own. Do you know that one? League of Their Own. Yeah, it's about the female baseball league. In the oh United yes, States. yes. Something about old ladies. I am done. I'll I'll cry <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I'm a bit like that with like any. Um, 
old men, like old men, I I cry at like yeah. a lot. If there's like there's a bit in um the Jack Nicholson film as good as it gets, oh, yeah. where he's been like an absolute numpty all the way through. Like he's horrible all the way through. Very funny, but all the way through he's horrible uh, to uh, Helen Hunt, I think it is. And then she's like pushing him and pushing. There's obviously a connection, but she's she's like you're just not you know you're not a nice person. And then he says, uh, she she asks him, you know. What? How do you want to change? And, and why do you like me? Why do you keep coming back? And he says, "You make me want to be a better man." Oh God, God, <laughs> Jack, stop it! There's <laughs> just something about it. I think it's okay. I'm on, on this day of all days, Father's Day. I think it's okay to cry. Of course it is. Of course. Don't just forget about it, guys. You're allowed. Yeah, it's totally fine to We're cry. Humans, of course. We're human too. Yeah, <laughs> not just not just women allowed to cry. I, I I must say I do cry uh, more now that I've got kids than <laughs> I mean not like I'm not sobbing myself like oh why have I got kids I don't mean I'm, <laughs> I'm not crying I used to all my money used to be my own <laughs> I don't mean I'm crying because I've got kids but since becoming a father I've definitely started crying more yeah it changes you know it definitely does definitely does right eight twelve fifteen on the text uh, very shortly we're going to be talking about expensive mistakes Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I saw a great uh, tweet yesterday uh, on the old Twitter about uh, Tim Peake uh, coming back from uh, space. Yeah. I think O2 or somebody uh, tweeted it, but they said, uh, as, a, as a practical joke, uh, we should all dress up as apes and go meet Tim Peake when he lands. That was a great idea. Maybe half bury a Statue of Liberty head in the, in the sand. <laughs> That's brilliant. I thought it was a great joke. Yeah. That was on Twitter somewhere. Um, also, why do they bother asking footballers questions? Oh. I mean, I've never had... You've never gotten on... Well, it's up to the manager. Uh, would you like to play tomorrow in, like, the biggest game of your life? Well, you know, it's up to the manager. You know, it's up to him. What he uh, Just give us an honest answer, James Vardy. Oh, uh, yeah. Been training real hard, you know. Just, you know really, really, really working out. Yeah, at the end definitely. of the day, you know, it's a game of two halves and... Uh, <laughs> you're not saying anything. You're not saying anything. You're just saying phrases. Do you reckon they're trained to to to, to answer questions? I think they like definitely that? have PR training. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah, and, and sure. I think it's the same guy who's training them all <laughs> because they all say the same thing. Well, you know, it's up to the manager at the end of the day because uh, you know, obviously, uh, I, I would love it. You know, I'd love it, but uh, you know, it's not up to me. Uh, yeah, we know what who it's up to. We know how the system works. You're just telling us how the system works. We know whose whose choice it is. Just tell us if you want to play. Unbelievable. Oh. Footballers. Anyway, best of luck to England. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Good morning. It is Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by Paul Meyerhug this morning. Meyerhug. 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 I, I, I found out in Norway how it's really pronounced. Oh. It's uh, uh, Meyerhug. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if you only ever said it like that, though. Yeah, yeah. Like you did your normal voice for the whole time. Yeah, and my, like, normally Paul, like, Paul Meyerhug. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, so Paul is uh, a, a comic, and you've been playing in Manchester this weekend. Yeah, at the store, yeah, at the eventually. comedy store. And uh, where else can we see? You? What other sort of clubs do you play? What other towns do you play? Um, yeah, all over, all yeah. over uh, the country, really. Uh, uh, um, yeah, store uh, London. I love the stands, New Newcastle, oh, Edinburgh, yeah. let, um, Edinburgh, and, Glasgow. Uh, of course, your Newcastle. clubs. You're very friendly. Manfred's comedy clubs, yeah. knocking around the country. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah play a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, love those. Thanks for the mention. Yeah. I'm not allowed to, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I wanted to tell you this, right? This is this. Now I don't do this, so I've got things to talk about on the radio, right? I don't do things on purpose in the week because so I've got something to talk about. Things happen, 
and then they end up on the radio, right? This happened to me this week, right? Um, I was uh, taking my daughters to their dance uh, class on Wednesday or th Thursday, it was, and uh, I dropped them off. And um, as I was coming out, uh, after, after, the, after it happened, as I was coming out of the um, dance class, I had four, I got four kids in the back of the car, all asking me questions, telling me about the day, telling tales on each other. There's a lot going on. And to get out of this car park, it's quite a tight space, right? And I'm not concentrating. I'm looking at the front right of the car, because there's, a, a, like, a tree that I'm trying to avoid. And I just hit, at about seven mile an hour, I hit the corner of the wall, and it hits the back left of my car. Oof. And I was like, oh, I can't, be can't believe it. Like, I've got no one else to blame. It's not, it's not, you know, I can't get out and shout at the wall. It's not the wall's fault. Or your kids can't shout at the kids. I mean, I, I, mean, I did. I'll be honest with you, but I didn't want to tell you that, but... <laughs> so, see what's happened now? What you made Daddy do? <laughs> and uh, they were fine. They didn't even hear it because they were, like, just talking to each other. And, um, anyway, as I started driving, I was like, oh, that... Like, the car feels a bit weird. Like, it, the, it was... It was like a, a go-kart. It was, like, moving all over the place, spinning out. So, and anyway, I pulled over and I, I rang my dad. He lives around the corner and he come and got the kids. And I took the car to the garage. I was like, I'm going to just take it straight away to the garage. I dropped it off. And I, there was like six mechanics. As I pulled up outside, six mechanics were like... <sighs> That's the worst sound. Like, not one of them had a set of wet teeth left. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, as they were looking at it. And, and, and to be fair, the tyre was bent at the back. I don't... At seven mile an hour. I was I mean, not even that. I was coming out of a car park, you know. Mm, yeah. So I left it with them. And they went, oh, you know, it's going to be... It's not going to be cheap. And I thought, well, how much is that? How much is cheap, right? I got this phone call uh, on Friday. Hi, uh, this is a message for Jason. It's got your set of lambda in there for a repair. Uh, just to say, you know, we've got some costings now for repairing the vehicle. Uh, the total repair costs, including the VAT, coming out at £5,316.56. Oh, 56p? Uh, it's quite badly damaged. Uh, You'd let that go! In the wheel and tyre It's going to need a, a new sliding door uh, and a repair to the rear wing. Um, so, if you want to give us a call back and let us know how you want to proceed, whether you want to go ahead and uh, pay for that yourself, or if you decide to go through the insurance, I'll just need uh, some information like the claim number and uh, <laughs> the name of the insurance company, uh, so we can get that uh, sorted for you. So, if you can give us a call back on Monday, I'll yes. really appreciate it. After I finish crying Bye. for the weekend, five k, five thousand, five thousand. And uh, what I love is uh, whether you're going to pay it yourself or go through the insurance. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Do you take cash? <laughs> yeah, of course, mate. No worries. I'll, play, I'll pay it with, with one of my kidneys. I'll, five grand. It was so innocuous that it was such a little. I just knocked it and I was like, oh, that's a bit of annoying. That's a bit of an annoyance. Oh. How could he be so calm about it, too? Dude? His <laughs> level of. He was that steady, was Eddie. <laughs> Yeah, when he first started talking, I went, oh, fine. <laughs> Couple hundred quid here, fine. Sort it out myself. <laughs> Five grand. Oh, man. For a Seat Alhambra. <laughs> a seven-seater Seat Alhambra. They've never even reviewed it on Top Gear. Because <laughs> that's immediately what I thought when, when, I, when I was like, oh, well, well this has got to be a Porsche or something. And when he said Seat Alhambra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So... Oh. That's the topic for today. <laughs> Expensive mistakes. Okay, little things that you've done uh, that ended up costing you or your company or someone else an absolute fortune. Okay, so 8.12.15 on the text. Jason Manford.
And we're talking expensive mistakes uh, after my, uh, oh, I, can't say, I can't even still find any humour in it, after my uh, like little, I knocked it, I just knocked it, five grand, whatever. Uh, Don uh, messaged me, he said, when I was a kid, about six, uh, I was looking at a spider. Uh, and the spider went under the sofa. So I decided uh, it would be a good idea to light a match under the sofa so I could see it better. Lost the sofa, my <laughs> eyebrows, and a layer of skin when my dad found out. <laughs> wow. 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 And I like this one from Diane as well. She says, I washed my brand new black Peugeot with a bowl of soapy water and a br Brillo pad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Couldn't understand where the scratches came from. It's amazing. And, uh, and Sarah Williams, she's messaging, said, uh, dancing in front of the TV when I was eight to fame. Oh. Right. Yeah. Uh, and what I like about this is you can tell that this was a while ago. Friday night's going to be all right, right? My mum's uh, large ornament bounced across the top of the TV. Do you remember when people was, were able to put things on That's top of the telly? Yeah, yeah. It's like an extra shelf. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> uh, and uh, she says it, it bounced on the floor and smashed. Oh, expensive, expensive mistakes. Uh, so that's what we're after this morning. 8, 12, 15 on the text, or you can give me a call, Audible 3 12, 15. What about you, Paul? Expensive mistakes? Yeah, uh, I got, one comes to mind. I was just uh, renovating my small house uh, in Canada. I was putting in a new kitchen, yeah. and uh, I was picking up a brand new um, stainless steel fridge mm. across town in nice. Edmonton, and uh, uh, they put it in the back of my truck. And I thought they would rope it for me, you know? Yeah, of course. That's, yeah, I thought you'd buy a brand new fridge, you get a rope to yeah. hold, you know, on the, and they're like, That's no, 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 we don't give you a rope. We, we, it, that doesn't come with the cost of the fridge. <laughs> and you know those dumb moments in your life where you're like, it's about a 40-minute drive back to the house with no yeah. ropes. And I was like, no, I'll make it. <laughs> And where where was the the fridge in your in the in the truck? It was standing in the back of the uh, oh, okay. box. Yeah, and you can't lay a fridge down because of the uh, yeah. Of course, so it yeah, needs yeah. to be standing up. And I so thought, there's a stood up fridge. Yeah, untied down in the back of your truck. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, yeah, I'll make it. Yeah, totally. Fine. It's only forty minutes. About a hundred traffic lights, no problem. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> About 15 minutes, and you, I, I could see it. Every time I hit the brake, it started rocking, you of know? Course, so I'd have yeah. to slow down and, and control the rock. <laughs> like it became a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure enough, uh, I had to slam on the brakes once and watch oh. my fridge fly out of the back of my truck onto uh, onto the Yellowhead and, uh, oh. and, and shatter into about... A thousand oh, no. expensive little pieces. And there you go. Wow. It felt like a knob going on the highway to collect wow. all the pieces of Yeah. Oh, man. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impressive, though. Fair play to you. Yeah. For Good trying effort. it. Good Just, effort. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There was a slight, there's a bit of respect there. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you went for it. Cocky. Cocky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's 8.12.15 uh, on the text this morning. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Maureen has text. She says, I went on holiday to Spain with my soon-to-be husband and his parents. My father-in-law had brought uh, an enormous sombrero, as you did in the mid-60s, to bring back home as some sort of status symbol that you had been abroad. <laughs> he rolled it up and uh, we went into a china shop uh, that uh, mother-in-law insisted we did. So he's got his sombrero. He's, he's got his sombrero on, right? He turned as she spoke and didn't realise... He cleared a whole shelf of glass and china. That, that was their <laughs> holiday money gone, and it was only their third day. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, that is a hell of a, 
A sombrero taken out of a row of glass. <laughs> the, he didn't see that coming. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that? Just turn around. What? Uh, and on a similar vein, but even worse, is uh, is Karen McLaughlin. She says, Jason, I destroyed a full crockery display in Matalan. It's like a big department store. Mm. Remember how they used to make uh, big fancy displays with plates stacked and fanned out with towers of cups and saucers? Uh, well, I walked right through one of these displays to get to the funny face bowls I wanted. They were a pound each. And the, bas uh, and the basket I was carrying clipped the corner of said display. Talk about domino effect. The entire display came crashing down with some bits and plates of cups knocking off the floor as they broke. The noise was horrendous. My entire family walked away and left me. <laughs> A store assistant begged me not to move as the last bits of crockery smashed around me. Oh. Everyone in the shop came to see what had happened as I stood in the middle of a pile of broken ceramics clutching two funny-faced bowls. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Wow, a little round of applause there for the specials. <laughs> I like it. Fair play. I'd leave it in as well. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I'll leave that in. I think it sounds good. Makes us sound good. <laughs> uh, good morning. Hope you're well. Uh, it's uh, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm joined by uh, Paul Myhog, and we've been talking expensive mistakes this morning. And uh, I mean, I'm t I was talking five grand. Mine was five grand, which is heartbreaking. Um, a few people have, have managed to gazump that. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that it got... That, it's unbelievable. Suzanne says, uh, When I was eight, my mum told me not to run in the local department store glass and crockery section. A similar situation. Yeah. I did. I slipped on the floor and barreled into a stand full of very expensive lead crystal. They dominoed around the room. Every single one falling over. Every single expensive display full of glassware. Oh. Lead crystal and designer crockery came crashing to the ground. Approximately... £25,000 worth of oh, damage. Wow. Oh, does that come out of her mum? Or do, I can't or, imagine it. Or is would. it like McDonald's, if you drop a tray of food, they're just like, that's okay, we'll get you another tray. I think they're insured. <laughs> Got it. They must be insured. You can't, you can't be. I like the little ones as well, though. Charlotte says, my bra underwire came out in the wash a few weeks ago and broke my washing machine. I couldn't wait three weeks for an expensive repair, so £600 later, got a new washer. <laughs> Again, not her fault, though, is it? I like Phil. Uh, Phil says, I was a road worker for the council. First time I was allowed on the steamroller, I managed to flatten two garden walls. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, and some of the texts coming in. Uh, now, this sounds expensive as well. Listen to this one. Uh, Jason, uh, reference expensive mistakes. I was driving a Toyota Hilux in Kandahar, Afghanistan, which, I, which is, sounds expensive already, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, through 270 degrees. Um, he rolled, he misjudged the corner and rolled it. Uh, the three passengers were okay, so was I. Uh, we pushed it back onto its wheels and drove it away. Got back to base, reported the issue, went through a, a questioning from the military police, caused $3,300 of damage, and apparently the vehicle landed two metres away from a landmine. Oh, wow. How tough are these guys? They just... They, they just unrolled it, it <laughs> and kept on crying. Yeah. Ah, I'll be all right. Let's crack on. Hey, it's a funny story though, isn't it? Like that's the, that was their thing. Even the landmine bit is like, oh wow, that that really adds to that this anecdote. <laughs> so unbelievable! It's just a different world, isn't it? Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, and uh, driving at ten mile an hour down a street, my unopened burger, which was on my passenger seat, uh, fell into the footwell. I leant over to pick it up. After I picked it up, I looked up to see a parked car crashed into it. Four hundred quid. <laughs> 
Most expensive burger ever. Come on, mate. Wow. <laughs> and what I like is as well is this one came in from Robin, which is like, um, it's not money, it's not mon monetary uh, <laughs> a mistake, but there's an emotional cost. Robin Harden, he says, it's an unfortunate name. He says, <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> he says, I was, uh, <laughs> I was at cub camp once and we were doing an assault course uh, when I was caught short. You know that phrase? No, no. It, it means he needs the loo. Oh, quite, okay. quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, we were a long way from anything remotely resembling a toilet, and I was too shy to down trousers in the bushes. So I did what any self-respecting ten-year-old would do, and did it in my pants. <laughs> and I don't think he's talking about number one here, Paul. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Oh, Robin Hood. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Eventually, I got back to the camp and went straight to the portaloo and extricated myself from my heavily soiled underpants. I snuck out of the loo and I threw my pants into the bushes before congratulating myself for my ingenuity. It wasn't long after that when someone walked through camp telling the whole world they had found my poo-laden underwear. Turns out my mother had written me name in them. <laughs> There was no financial impact, but the emotional cost to this shy ten-year-old was enormous. Wow. That's my favourite. So, I think that wins. First and last name in the underpants, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the set. It's only got 20 minutes left, but uh, oh. do get in touch. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Katie Tunstall on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Thanks for joining us this morning. Paul Meyerhug was my guest. Hey. And uh, what a delight you were. Yeah, that was amazing. Thanks so it's much for really having. good fun. And uh, so where can people, because uh, I'm guessing your name doesn't sound like it's easy to find. No, yeah, I dare you to try to find my social yeah. media. Yeah, where can we find you? Uh, it's, uh, it's, everything's just Paul Meyerhug. If you get it even near on Google, even <laughs> even close to it, it'll, <laughs> it'll pop up. <laughs> but it's uh, Paul, and it, uh, my last name is spelled M-Y-R-E-H-A-U-G. Mirahog. <laughs> Mirahog. Yeah. Even halfway through you spelling it then, I, I forgot what you just said. You like, get I was tired. like, what? You just get exhausted. Who's put these letters together? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, yeah. Gee whiz. My grandpa just passed out and hit his head on the table. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a website and, and you're on Twitter and yep. stuff like that. So Twitter, Facebook, website, and, uh, and yeah, you can go to any of those for tour dates. And, uh, Great. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, and who, uh, are you, um, do you have any favourite comics while you're over here in the UK? You don't have to mention me, that would be awkward. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, it was interesting for me when I moved over because, uh, you know, the, a lot of it didn't cross to North America, yeah, so yeah, I got course. to learn about so many guys right away. Yeah, and, yeah. And, there, and there really is brilliant acts, but uh, yeah, like Bishop and uh, and, and, and Evans, and uh, I mean, yeah. there's there's so many, and even the guys on the circuit level too are just, uh, like Jeff Innocent is unbelievable. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, That's the thing yeah. I always try and say to people. Like, the, like you were at the comedy store this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I bet every single comic on that bill could have performed on Live at the Apollo, for example, uh, quality-wise. I mean, absolutely, yeah. And yeah. They're, like, yeah, there's absolute legends here, like Ian Stone last night. Oh, and he, great. Yeah, yeah, they're phenomenal. And it's just a never-ending list. It's such a strong comedy scene here that uh, we are very yeah. lucky. We are very lucky yeah. the, it, because it's a. Uh, meritocracy only you know the best rise to the top like that's that's the way so any 
weekend gig, you're going to get total quality, really, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. And it really puts it through your paces. You have to go through, you know, you've yeah. got to meet every booker in the country. Yeah, and, and, it, and, and, and it makes uh, it makes it for a real strong uh, strong scene. It's nice one, man. So you're heading back to Canada now? Yeah, I'm my car's, Taxis car's waiting outside. Literally outside, waiting yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. And you got to see your dad. Well, tell him I said hello. Ah, for sure, yeah. God bless him. Uh, and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there this morning. Hope you have a fun day. This last song of my show uh, is, is for you. I'll see you next Sunday.